Don't sound effects make everything better? They do make many things better, not everything. The first thing that comes to mind, I don't know why this popped into my head. Uh, I don't think that on average they'd make a funeral better. I love that you said that because when you first said, I don't like that they might not make everything better. I was like, oh, yeah, closing a casket. That wouldn't be made better. (laughs) 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 Is that the sound effect you would use? I mean, if I'm going to pick, if it's going to make it worse, I might as well pick one that's going to make it a lot worse, you know? (laughs) That's freaking horrible. I mean, it's better than, like, sad trombone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll have to find that, because I I know that some people, I'm sure most people that listen to this will know what you mean, and you just did it, but I might still try and find a good example to plug in right there yeah yeah (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) Uh. well now that we're off to a good morbid start mark yeah man uh i went camping this weekend Uh, yes outdoorsy boy yeah it was it, it was a bit of a i would say a bit of a false start in a sense, mm-hmm. we got our tent set up and everything. Um, where we were camping, we were camping at, um, I think I already said this, but it's property owned by the summer camp that uh, Aaron and I worked at in college. And mm-hmm. so it's north of Two Harbors. And it's just north enough of Two Harbors that there's absolutely no cell service up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there is with one specific carrier, but not with Verizon. So... We got there, like we had bummed around two harbors a little bit, we'd grabbed lunch, and then we went up there, set up our tent, and did some stuff, and then we kind of realized, oh, neither of us remembered when we got to two harbors to text our parents that we were alive, mm. you know, so we went back into two harbors, and we also wanted to go to the Castle Danger Brewery, mm-hmm. right, so we go back in there, and then, you know, I call my mom, and she's like, oh, look out for some storms, and I was like, yeah, I think that's all south of here. Oh. And then we start looking at the radar and, you know, Aaron's like, ah, it's uh, looking like there might be a storm. And I was oh, like, no. not totally convinced, but I was like, okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, so we go back and we pull in on the I, site. And, hmm? Mark, I don't want to interrupt you, but you do know that that statement, and I wasn't convinced, that's what sealed your fate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, it, it was more just I was, I was being a bit obnoxious. It'd be like, no, clearly that that uh, big patch of purple is just going to dissipate and pass right past us. Okay. okay. Uh, and so we go back and uh, we pull in and the site director leans out of his office and says, uh, hey, guys, uh, looks like the weather might be pretty bad. You're welcome to stay in a cabin if you want tonight. <laughs> and uh, for, with That's that, nice. we decided, OK, let's not test everything, you know. So yeah. the the other factor here, um, you know, it, in general, I could, you know, we could have left the tent out, but for whatever reason, the ground up there, it's like an inch and a half of dirt and then just like stone underneath it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you couldn't put in the stakes mm-hmm. really at all. And so had we left it there, it would have been a, probably a pretty brutal 
maiden voyage for our tent. So we quickly dismantled it and brought it into the cabin that we were allowed to go into. And sure enough, like it, it rained pretty hard. There was a bit of thunder. Like it wasn't like a bad storm, mm-hmm. but it was still like, you know, nice that we didn't have to deal with it. So, but the next two nights we, we put the tent back out the next day, slept in it both nights, did some stargazing from the tent. It was lovely. I had never, I, we talked about this many episodes ago about my desire to go stargazing. Mm-hmm. And even though this is not the, you know, darkest of dark spots, um, and there's still a little light, you know, it's a camp and there are several mm-hmm. cabins and an office and stuff. So there are some lights on, um, can you hear that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My sister's moved back now. So. <laughs> <laughs> And you thought you were safe waiting till 10 p.m. That's right. Oh, I knew I wasn't safe, but it was, you know. Um, anyway, but yeah, it was wonderful. I uh, I saw my first shooting star. I caught my first glimpse of the Milky Way ever. Um, it was awesome. Yes. Yeah. And then I, uh, the only thing that went wrong was that I hurt myself skipping rocks. Shoulder or leg? No. I was skipping rocks. And in one particular... So, you know, when you're at Lake Superior, you know, there's wonderful skipping rocks. And then there's some, like, boulders all over the place. Mm Mm-hmm. I I just been skipping in the same spot. And I just, like, must have moved microscopically closer to something. And right at, like, you know, maximum velocity when your arm is um, directly Mm. outside of your arm. My knuckle... So, or, or sorry, I said that totally wrong. So when your your arm is sticking straight out from your body, oh yes, right. That's kind of when you're at maximum velocity in your throw. That's when you're releasing. Mm-hmm. Just before that, my knuckle drills a boulder, like full on, like I was trying to punch a boulder. Oh. So that didn't feel great. And so I finally got to go open up the emergency kit that I got for Christmas two years ago in my car to get a Band-Aid. Like, it's fine now. It's still, like, sore. It's a pretty nasty little gash on my knuckle, but, like, it's fine. You know, I I clearly Mm -hmm. didn't break anything. I can still move everything fine, but it's probably a little bruised. Mm -hmm. Uh, But other than that, it actually went quite well. Nice. Well, I was happy, yeah. It was very relaxing. We each read two books. That was very nice. Oh my gosh. To have the time Nerd for that. Alert. Yep. Um but it was lovely. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? My weekend was quite wonderful. Yeah. Um I have to admit that up until this weekend I had started to feel more and more like I was living in a crack den. Um, So I did some very serious cleaning and it's just like so satisfying. Like my apartment is like, I'm not going to say it's organized or clean, but like I would say like, yeah, like I could have like someone walk through and I think they would say my apartment looks nice rather than like, oh yeah, there's a lot of, there there is an apartment. (laughs) yes <laughs> fair enough it looks like i definitely live in more of an apartment than crack den so that's good that's an improvement yeah excellent so, that was the big that was a big achievement of the weekend i would say yeah uh-huh. 
Yeah, that's been the weird thing about being at home. It's like I'm kind of permanently still living out of a suitcase, sort of. Like I kind of put some mm-hmm. stuff in a dresser, but like it's still just I just have stuff in places. Mm-hmm. And so I don't feel like I want to organize anything really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah, yeah, but it's I fine. Get that. Especially now, it's like I, I leave in a week and a half. There is very little motivation at this point to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I only have a a three day week this week because I had Monday off coming back, and my sister's wedding is this weekend, so I got Friday off. Yeah. Partete. Yeah, it'll be good. I got asked to do a reading, so I have to. You know, all, all my, my years of podcasting are now paying off. My my wow. voice has become silkier and smoother than ever. Mm. You don't want to upstage the bride though with your well, silky the bra- smooth. The bride voice. hardly says the bride hardly says anything, it's fine. They they just do a repeat after me and then say I do, like it's fine. Okay. <laughs> you just don't want to steal the show on the couple's day. I like, won't. I won't. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm requesting a special microphone, but actually, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like diva alert. <laughs> yes, it needs to be gold plated and covered in rhinestones. Uh, I don't think that would be my microphone of choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that microphone would fit you perfectly. No, I feel like this is the sort of thing. It's like, hmm, actually, no, that'd be kind of funny if, like, you know, in the future, uh, the we uh, follow the inevitable trajectory of this podcast and we go on tour. Um, oh. is that our inevitable trajectory? I, I think so. Considering the thousands of listeners we have, they'll be clamoring for live performances. Okay. And that'll be part of our, uh, the agreed upon kind of road trip without Google Maps using only road atlases. Oh no, I forgot we agreed to this. And we'll just kind of have a, a three day buffer around every event and, and just be like, it'll be one of these three days. <laughs> we'll post on Twitter, maybe, but when, oh. we, when we decide to, when we end up arriving based on uh, <laughs> the information provided in our atlases. Yeah, I'm sure we'll um, have so many people come then. Yeah, but what it would be is we would each have to design the setup for the other host. So you'd definitely give me some gaudy oh, yeah. microphone or whatever, and I would yeah. mandate that you have to wear white socks. That's fine. <laughs> It, the base just has to be white? No, they have or... to be only white. Only white, calf high, and you have to wear shorts. <laughs> Do you even own socks that are literally only white? Uh, I'll find you some. Jesus only white, Christ. except for a small logo that wouldn't be visible while wearing a shoe. Although, of course, I'd have you be wearing sandals with them, so... It's fine. I can, you I have can to do the, rock it. You have to do the entire podcast. Of course, we have to record them live, you know. That's special episodes. I and know, so but like, you might have, have to have record like an age... You have to record them lying on your side with your laptop tilted 90 degrees. Okay. Okay. 
we we might have to have an age restriction for the show if my calves are going to be out like that. People might get too excited. Maybe. Like, and that sock just like accentuate. Like, is it? Wait, well, we'd you have said to have some sort of restriction because I can only censor you so much. I know that's the other good part about live shows. I can say the bleep word and the other bleep word and bleep 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 as much as I want. Yeah. Wouldn't it be really funny if I overlaid you saying bleep, like I bleeped those out with swear words <laughs> and just marked this episode as explicit? I would love that. I don't believe you're actually going to do it. No, but I, would I love wouldn't. That a I, lot. I honestly have no idea what would happen if I marked a single episode explicit. I think that means that the entire feed would become explicit, which I don't want. Oh. That'd be problematic. What does it take to need, like, is there rules about what you have to mark as explicit? I mean, it's it's the same stuff as anything where it's like there are vague guidelines, you mm-hmm. know, about subject matter and language choice, but they mm-hmm. never want to do any hard and fast rules. Mm. Um, like, and honestly, honestly, my, my my vague memory of it when I did this on like the iTunes setup, whatever, two years ago was there's just a check mark that says, like, is this feed explicit? Or like, does this feed contain explicit material? Mm. And it's just a check mark, and then there's probably like a little link, you know, a hyperlink under explicit material that you could click on for more info. Mm-hmm. But I think we've only gotten close to explicit material maybe once or twice, so I'm not too worried. I think we when? were well within our rights. When? Um, to... almost definitely the episode "Kinky About Soup." That's Just the one that I always title? think about. Well, I mean, the title came about precisely how you think it would have been. <laughs> yeah, but were we really talking about, like, kinky things or not? I mean, like, obliquely. We were joking about it. Okay. I believe. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, send us an email if you want us to go on tour when all this is over. <laughs> <laughs> forgot that's what we were talking about any big sponsors out there make it worth our while yeah do it we'll do a two city trip to Chicago and San Diego <laughs> really those cities fine fine uh, Kansas City and Tulsa <laughs> I think we should do small cities that no one lives in <laughs> okay uh no, yeah, we'll do like a we'll do a tour of the North Shore. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like the Corn Belt. Oh, I know that, but I was thinking now we can super add on. Like we can do like a no atlas. Okay, we can do a no atlas tour, or a no an only atlas tour of the Corn Belt. Oh, and then the next year we would do a backpacking trip <gasps> of oh, Superior. <laughs> I'm in. But stopping every night to record an episode. In the woods? <laughs> no, at, at, at whatever small town theater we can find. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure there's so many small town theaters up there. Just, like, set up a random table on, like, bridges or lake shores and call it a live episode. <laughs> that would just be a funny, like, you know, you know, like, all the, yeah. like, the, the actual good kind of quote-unquote prank YouTube videos where it's just people doing kind of socially awkward things? Yep. That would be awesome. To just, like, set up a table with a whole, like, thing and, like, little speakers and stuff just in a 
park <laughs> and be like, we're, we're doing a live episode of something. <laughs> or just like on a rocky shoreline. Honestly, that would probably be, I know that you don't ever want this to get popular, but that would be the most effective way that we have at our disposal <laughs> to leverage to <laughs> what, just doing gain, something gain additional listeners. Awkward. Yeah. No, I mean, that's not horrifically awkward, but it would definitely be like some people would look us up after that. <laughs> maybe Uh, i think it's a wonderful idea okay we'll think about it i won't pee on your maybe that maybe that can be our three-year anniversary episode that's (laughs) coming up pretty quick our first ever live live episode somewhere in the middle of nowhere yeah i love how when we started this i feel like i suggested that at some point and you were like no we're never doing a live episode well I know, but you like always you it. always talked about it in terms of to make it we're like easier. in the same like small room. Yeah, that's not what I want. You want it to be a spectacle. I do. It would have to be. Diva alert! But also, it was not about doing a live up. Ep- the conversation was about doing like, like I said, an episode together in the same room. Mm-hmm. But that's annoying. But if we could do it like outside in a random spot live, then I'd be able to compromise more. I wouldn't, Matt. I wouldn't care as much about sound quality if we were already outside. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. We'll talk. <laughs> I'm trying not to like make this into a whole thing, Mark. So sorry. What do you mean? Oh, so spending time with me in a room together would be annoying. But no, being no, in a the big audio, open space where you wouldn't even have to pay attention to the fact that I'm even there would be fine. The yep, I see how it is. Okay, so we're going to move on. So for this week, Mark brought uh, The Lost Bear by... Is it okay that I'm moving on? Sure. Whatever you want to do, bud. Okay, good. Yeah, it's my podcast now. I am the captain now whatever by so the lost bear by oh jesus christ by bradley trevor greaves grives we i feel like i've messed I don't this think up before. an s yeah grive or grieve <laughs> my question still stands so um in this comic we have a Meadow filled with flowers and a random, very cleanly cut off log in the middle of this meadow. And there is a weasel kind of slumped over it, sleeping. And you can see this weasel is dreaming of a, of a, a chicken running around. And the chicken does not have a head, and there is blood spraying out of its cut-off stump from where its head was. And the comic is captioned, Nothing quite says springtime like a daydreaming weasel. I don't know how I could have described that in a less graphic way, but... (laughs) I have no complaints. A surprisingly graphic comic. Uh-huh. For like It looks like so sweet and cute and wonderful if you look at just like the bottom half of the comic. Yeah, you have all these like, you know, 
little flowers everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And this like weasel just looks so peaceful. And then you just scroll up to its dream bubble and it just like blood everywhere. Yep. Uh but you know, you gotta agree with the sentiment, you know? Do you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh I had one question that first of all that just popped into my head. Just a curiosity. Okay. Are you familiar with the song Weasel Stomping Day by Weird Al? I am aware of the song, and I definitely, like, recognize the name. I don't actually know how it goes, though. Okay. <laughs> I'll put a little snippet into here. It's a very catchy song with a very, well, depending on your uh, your sense of humor, I find a very funny music video that's a claymation. <laughs> I have definitely seen this music video now that you mentioned yeah. claymation. Yeah, the general tune is like. Face is filled with joy and cheer. What a magical time of year. Yeah. Howdy, ho, it's yeah. Day. It's like a very peppy, silly song. Spread your hands on the lawn. So anyway, I did, that oh just popped God. into my head. So I needed to ask. Um, my actual question. Can I ask you a question first? Oh. Sure. Can we change our name on Go Comics to something as cool as Super Frog? No. <laughs> that would be confusing. Whoever Super Frog is, you have a dope name and I want it. Well, and their avatar is of a frog, but like I know, you'd have to change so your cool. identity. Okay. Sorry. What was your question, Mark? <laughs> um my question was as a distractible individual, such as yourself, I'm curious. Watch what you say. How you much you it. daydream? Oh. Huh. Define daydream. I will start with a. Okay, I, I, let's start with the simplest version. How often do you like just kind of zone out? Can I give like vague qualitative descriptions? I think that's the only way to go. Yeah. Relatively often? Mm -hmm. Like definitely at least from time to time. Um Yeah. Relatively often I will say. So, are there are there situations where, like, you find yourself zoning out? Like, like just kind of thinking about positions you may be in. Is it just kind of like a general, this just happens, sort of consistently? Or are there times when you think you're more likely to? Like if there's if there's something going on that is like constant and relatively consistent and predictable, I would get. I guess I would say I zone out. Like if if there's one person talking about one topic, saying kind of the same thing over and over again for an extended period of time. 
and I haven't noticed that it's one person saying the same thing over and over again, it's pretty easy to zone out. But like, if I notice that it's someone saying the same thing over and over again, then that bugs me, and then I'm not going to zone out at all. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> hmm. Just because I'm, it's one of those things. Like once you notice it, you can't un you can't unnotice it. Yeah, that's like fair. The high school math teacher that I think we both had, who didn't say the word factorial, mm-hmm. said factorio. He sure did. Oh, I love that. Right. Every time you fell off the turnip truck. <laughs> oh, memories. <laughs> he retired. That's awesome. I agree. Congratulations to him. He deserves it. Yes, I agree. Okay, so. My next question. Okay. Trying to think how to phrase this. Oh. The anticipation is killing me. There's a shiver yeah. going down my spine. I would hope so. So, uh, if you're zoning out, I feel like there's two ways of zoning out. Like, there is the zoning out more like daydreaming, dreaming, like something sort of hooks your thoughts away from where you are. Or... It's like the completely lost, like, there's there is nothing going on. It's a blank, like, nothingness, and now mm-hmm. you're back in reality. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if you can kind of take a guess as to which of those feels more prevalent to you. For me, I think the more prevalent one is, I'll describe it as thinking about something that I shouldn't be thinking about at that time. Hmm. Okay. Um, rather than like the, my mind going into my nothing box. Because mm-hmm. that, that one still happens a lot. Um, I definitely love my nothing box mm-hmm. and my brain spends a lot of time there. Um, but I think like if I'm going to characterize the all, like the average of the times that I'm zoning out, I would say it leans more towards like zoning out, thinking about something that isn't what I should be thinking about at the moment. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think that just kind of goes along with the distractibility. It's not that I like... I think it's almost even because, as you described me, I'm somewhat distractible. Like, it almost lends itself more towards the thinking about something that I'm not supposed to be thinking about at that moment because like something pops up and it catches my attention and now that's all I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Rather okay. than I feel like the experience of going to the nothing box is quite different. Yeah. Okay, so then if you are, you know, let's say you're getting lost in thought about something else. Have you ever found that that's, like, a productive situation for you? Yes. Okay. Can can you think of any, like, examples recently? I'm curious. Mm. Or or even, like, if you can, like, a broad description of some times that you know. Because you you answered that very quickly. So I'm curious, like, what popped into your head? I've definitely, like, cracked the code a few times. Well, 
somebody was talking about something completely unrelated mm-hmm. <laughs> or like while i was i think the like i say someone was talking about something like but the more common one is like me at home in free time like i'm watching a show on tv and then it's kind of like boring and not that engaging and all of a sudden i'm thinking about like some problem i was trying to solve or like something that was really engaging for me either earlier in the day or like earlier in the week or whatever Mm -hmm. um and i kind of have i don't want to say like an epiphany but like a bit of a like oh my gosh how didn't i think of this earlier type moment yeah um so yeah so so it's almost like uh the you know the very common thing that people say is you know getting ideas while in the shower mm-hmm. is this kind of like your version of that do you get ideas in the shower or is it more like the example that you gave i sometimes get ideas in the shower but i would say it's maybe more often like the watching boring tv show thing or the other thing is like if i'm doing a mindless task or a like not necessarily super intellectually engaging task like um like if i'm like folding laundry or something like my mind will definitely Mm. wander to other things or if i'm cleaning or washing dishes or loading the dishwasher or um sorry all these things are on my mind because i did them this weekend (laughs) yeah that's fair um yeah i don't like huh because all those things things that are like that mundane yeah and and especially things that, that are like routine in that way I'm always listening to like a podcast, listening to music during that. Like I'm not zoning out because I'm focusing on some other thing because I can during those things. That's interesting. See, during those things, I'll often have like music on or something, but I'm still zoning out. That's fair. Yeah. With music, I can get that. Yeah. Because so the reason I was thinking about all this is a frustrating thing. Uh, (laughs) So I I try and write a blog post every week Mm -hmm. and on Monday... I had an idea for a blog post while I was driving. Driving oh. is like my version of getting an idea in the shower. I very often I, think of things while driving, which are which is infuriating because you're even in less of a position to do anything about it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had this idea and I just like, and I was like, I need to remember that because I wanted to write about that. And then I woke up the next morning because i was like oh yeah i need to write this thing this morning and i woke up and it was like a dream you know it's like you just have this like vaguest idea of what you were thinking about and it's just slipping away as you try and think more about it Mm -hmm. god it's still frustrating i still can't remember what the heck it was so i just had to come up with some other random thing yeah because that's something that i've been trying to be better at is keeping track of random thoughts that i have Mm. because like you know like i I, i'm very similar and like you know you can have daydreams that are productive but they're only productive if you remember their productivity and can act on it soon enough for it to matter (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know so i so i've been trying to be better about getting in the habit of writing things down that i think of i'm still not very good at it i still haven't quite built the habit but i feel like that's something i want to be better at 
Is that anything that you ever do? Hmm. Kind of, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> are, are you a guy that carries around a notebook? Yes. Okay. I've always wanted to be the kind of person, that, like, like a pocket-sized notebook sort of a thing, like something that you always kind of have on hand. Multiple. Or often. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. I have multiple pocket-sized notebooks that I keep with me, or keep within, I would say, 20 seconds of my person mm-hmm. pretty much all day long. And then I have a few full-size notebooks as well. Mm-hmm. I'm such a hoarder. Oh, my gosh. This makes me... I feel crazy saying that out loud. <laughs> like, of all of these notebooks that I just, like, keep in my presence in case I suddenly need them, it wouldn't really, like... On average, I rarely use them. But that's not the point of being prepared. No, like, I totally get it. Like, I I want to be the person. Like, I've bought small notebooks, and then I just, like, can't get it to stick for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe I don't have a small enough notebook that I want to have in my pocket, or it's just not, like, a reaction to Mm -hmm. pull it out. I'm, like, trying to make that work. And I've also tried, like, various apps on my phone to try and keep just like little jotty down notes mm-hmm. i just can't like see see mark this like is i really thing. want to make it stick but you're gonna have to make another change in your life if you want it to stick because it didn't stick for me until i made a different change um hmm. i guess and i'm talking about in my post-college life because in my college life i always had these things with me because i always had my backpack with me yep um but then after college it's weird to just be wearing a backpack everywhere so you don't Mm -hmm. um and so that's when i adopted the man bag yes i know and like i still carry a backpack with me all the time but (laughs) so oh okay (laughs) that should be that's a whole separate thing your problem i don't know either it's it's like the it's just like remembering that i have a notebook it's like oh. it's the linking it's the linking of i have a thought and i and should I record it and then okay. immediately saying i need to put that thought somewhere because i need to record it mm-hmm. and, and I, like i need to bridge that gap in a routine way and i haven't been able to but okay so it's not that you're having trouble bringing the notebook with you it's that you're having trouble putting things in it now that it's with you i think so yeah okay. and then eventually you, know, you, you can just kind of i'm like oh I, I, there's nothing in this notebook. Why do I have it in my backpack? And you just kind of put it away for a while. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I need you to work s- on it. Yeah. That's one thing is like, you got to start with a partially populated notebook. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, so like, that's totally fair. Just like if you're making to-do lists, I always start by writing down three things that I already did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause like, that's a just, good, that's a good little tip. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you, it helps you feel productive because it recognizes what has already been done. Mm-hmm. And that, like, those good feelings help you just, like, keep trucking. That's fair. Chicka, 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 choo, choo. Oh, wait, no. That was a train. <laughs> That's okay. All right. I think we should move on. But that was very, there's some, there some little, uh, little nuggets of good info there. Nuggets of gold. That's right. That's what we're here for. Got a we're we're uh, every few episodes we get a nice little uh, needle in the haystack. Mm-hmm. 
you, know, you, hear, you hear something from one of us and you just kind of go, ooh, that got me. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that got me. Ooh. You know, if you were fishing around a haystack and you actually came across a needle, that would be pretty jarring if you weren't looking for it. <laughs> you are right. Hey, listeners, if you've ever had a, ooh, that got me moment while listening to our podcast, Tweet us with the hashtag, ooh, that got it, that got me. (laughs) Yes, please, please do that. Or email us, or comment on Go Comics and send us a link to the comic that you commented on. (laughs) Comment on a random comic, and then send us the link. Just like something completely unrelated to the comic. Yes, (laughs) that'd be awesome. Alrighty. Grant has brought Monty by Jim Medic. And we have a fellow with some sunglasses on and a little hat reading a newspaper and a kind of scraggly looking bird uh, is next to him. And the man says, um, can I help you? And the bird says, the... The loose strings hanging from your sleeve. It, it's, and the bird grasps onto said loose strings, and the man says, "Hey, what's wrong with you, man?" And the bird says, "My nesting instinct. Every spring, I feel compelled to collect strings, pieces of foil, thick twigs. I can't help it." And then the bird, um, let's go of the string, and put. Puts out its wings, sort of as arms, um, in a, uh, you know, calming down gesture, and says, "Sorry, I'm okay now. I just have to pull myself together." And then it faces forward, kind of in a shocked look, and then seems to be walking away as it says, "I'm going down to the dryer to clear the lint screen." <laughs> Have you ever seen the subreddit Birds with Arms? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that sounds horrifying. <laughs> well, you're about to. Let me just look it up. It's just as quick. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but that's not how you spell birds. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe it is quicker if you just do it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I spelled birds wrong three times. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I just saw the first thing and I don't like it at all. <laughs> oh. Some of them are really funny. What the heck? What? <laughs> Look at this one. This is like the classic kind of birds with arms. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so proper. Uh, Wowza. The internet. <laughs> I just love how there's just communities of people who like put so much time into such stupid things. Yep, exactly. <laughs> It's like, uh, I think Mikhail made me aware of the subreddit, Bread Stapled to Trees. 
I feel like either you or him have told me about this. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So what do you want to talk about? Um, I was just curious, Mark. What, what kind of a loose string in your clothing person are you? Oh, God. Um, despite having technically been taught in FCS class about how to properly deal with them, I typically don't. And I either cut them short if I'm in a position to do so, or I let it just be until it bothers me enough that I remember to cut it short. Oh, okay. Like, I think that technically you're supposed to also, like, try and tie it off so that it doesn't unravel more. Does that, is that oh correct? My, I... Maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what I vaguely remember learning in eighth grade. Yikes. Maybe we should go to a different topic that'll make me seem less like a plebeian scum. Well, what, well, I, well how did this come up, right? <laughs> so I was thinking about this uh, because yesterday um, I was wearing a shirt mm-hmm. and it was like, it was a, okay, I must say. It was a cheap t-shirt that I bought at a second-hand store, so it's, like, not that important. Um, but, like, I noticed that there was, like, around the waist of the shirt, there was a, a loose string kind of near the back. Um, so it, like, tickled me a couple times, and I saw it. Um, and I feel like I'm doing the right thing when I trim it short with a sharp implement of mm-hmm. any type. Um but when I really can't be asked to do the right thing, I'm a puller. Mm. Sometimes it turns out real well. Sometimes, like yesterday, I might not be wearing that shirt again mm-hmm. because it unraveled half of the hem in one swift yank. Yep, that's always my worry. That's why I've never been a puller, <laughs> so to speak. Okay. Why what's even worse? What? When you want to just yank on a tag... <gasps> but it's just in there way too firm. Mm-hmm. I hate that. What like, what kind of a tag remover are you? Are you a try to yank? Are you a Well, scissors? my default is always to yank. Like I I don't I've learned enough not to yank huh. it against the fabric. So it's more like a pull it like kind of put my fingers on both sides of the plastic. Uh-huh. So that it's not pulling against the fabric, it's pulling against my finger. Huh. on both sides and see if I can just you know with brute force it apart that way and that That's often nice. is enough and if I can't do it that way then I'll just end up cutting it but cutting is almost never my default thing mostly because I rarely have scissors hmm. on hand I have to go like find my scissors every time I need to use them fascinating I feel like you probably listed the two most common options and I'm just noticing that I don't do either of those most of the time <laughs> okay what do you do do you just leave them (laughs) i'm either a biter oh gosh i can do that on like a Um, wrapper but i'd be way too afraid to do that on like a plastic tag yeah so i'll like either bite the tag because like the plastic is generally pretty soft and so you can crush it with your teeth and mandibles of iron or the thing that i've started doing recently that there's no reason for me to do it but like if the tag has already like clearly been like moved around a bit because like normally they have like one big wide end 
and they got that like little super narrow end. Yeah, so th- so this is where it gets difficult. So when I was talking about the two finger pull, mm-hmm. um, I was talking about the kind of tag that is circular in that it's connected oh, together to at one point. If it's one of those two-sided, like just a linear tag, so to speak, with like the very skinny side and the thick side, then I will try and thread the small side through the hole. Oh my god, you do that too? Yes, I, I do that. That's all, that is my first yes. instinct is to try and do that prior to cutting. Because then I figure if I decide I don't like the piece of clothing, I can always thread it back through the hole and return it. <laughs> well, I've never tried that, but... I've never will, tried I, it, I will... but I've always thought I could. <laughs> the one thing that i can say i got some socks and they had the linear tag on them mm-hmm. but the skinny uh flat side uh, or the skinny perpendicular end whatever was built so that it purposely creased so if you just pulled on it it would fold on itself oh. purposefully and slide through on its own no need to try and like bend it so that it's parallel to the length of the thing and try and thread it through, yeah. you know. Wow, some so socks actually really nice. Definitely had a number of complaints about people ripping holes in their socks. Yeah, it was very nice. Gosh. So, don't you hmm. love when people design things in ways that are helpful? Like I that's do. such a simple thing. But it's like so nice. It is. We can just yank it out. Yeah. I agree. Well, I'm glad that we uh, were able to bridge the gap there. Yeah. Figure out that that we're not we're not so different, you and I. Yeah. Jeez, we should just do a whole episode about yanking things. I think that could be fun. Mm-hmm.